Well, it's another Monday, guys. It's our favorite day of the week. Why? Because we had a whole weekend of insanity. Welcome to the Rant Network. It's a podcast hosted by myself, Stuart Brisgall, and David Solomon, where we bring you unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a wide range of topics. This one's going to be one. Our podcast is dedicated to giving you the platform to express your opinions or our opinions. Share your thoughts, experiences, and ideas, and hear from a variety of perspectives. And let me tell you, David and I got them. So join us, sit back, relax as we dive into this latest issue. You know, David, we were talking just moments ago about uh, crime. We were talking about mayoral, uh, who requested and demanded and accepted resignations of law enforcement, you know, and in and, and cities where the black on black crime is a, probably around 80%. And, and since 1996, it's, you know, represents the largest share. I mean, Chicago is the largest out of all. So, David, what, what do you got about this? Like, what, 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 what's, what's getting you, uh, yeah, what's keeping you up at night? It's not keeping me up at night because I don't live in the United States. But what I'm telling <gasps> is anybody who lives in the United States, especially in a big urban center with a Democratic mayor, should take notice of what happened last week. Last week, there was a panel of African-American Mayor's Association Conference in Washington, D.C. Former Mayor Larry Lightfoot, she's the former mayor of Chicago, was one of the panelists. And she said something that surprised some, didn't surprise a lot, but people should be taking notice. She said, quote, Democratic mayors need to speak the truth on violent crimes in their city, amid the crime spike in Chicago. She's quote, so this is her quote, as Democrats, if we do not speak the truth about violent crime in our cities, we will be the worst for it. She goes, I came to this conversation as a formal federal prosecutor. I come to this as a former defense attorney. I am the sister of a returning resident, but I know that the people, there are people in my city that are wreaking havoc every day and need to be off the streets. That's reality. What do we say not only to the victims of crime, but the people who are terrified about crimes in their neighborhood, most of whom, like us, if we say, yeah, the police department is spending all this time and resources to arrest, put a case on, and the judges and the prosecutor says, you know what, we're going to let you out on, on electronic monitoring to wreak havoc again. She goes, she's questioning this. Now, Mayor Lightfoot, thank you so much for proving that your tenure as a mayor was nothing about political gain. It had nothing to do with protecting your city and had nothing to do with helping your citizens. It was about your own personal gain and your gains and your, your comments about defunding the police and remarks prove once again. And when you go out and you say, this is the Democrats position. <laughs> aha. So I ask myself in what world Stuart does a, you know, a mayor stand up and say, my political career, I'm here to protect and to serve, just like the police. And instead, I'm here to protect and serve my own interests, not the citizens, not the people of Chicago. And Lori Lightfoot and her band of criminals who ran that city have permitted many good citizens to leave Chicago. And I know quite a few who are moving the hell out of Chicago. Because they're afraid of their lives. And there are other cities like that all over the United States run by Democratic mayors who pretend to say that they're there for them. Take a look at cities in California and take a look at cities in like in New York and whatever. Look, in New York, the mayor of New York is caring more about how much meat you consume 
not about crime in the city. I mean, what is this? If this, Stuart, is what the Democratic Party is all about, which, you know, <laughs> please elect me because I could care less for your safety, even though I've told you so. I think it's time to send a message, Stuart, to these <clears throat> David, all right. You know, we have no love for Lori Loser Lightfoot. Mm-hmm. And as she, you know, hands over her mayoral office to probably someone as progressive as she is, unfortunately, you know, she has changed her tune to try and be relevant. But David, you know, let's talk on black on black crime as I share a screen. And I don't know if you see the entire screen, but these are a bunch of famous of color Americans that I just searched for on Google. So there's a Google search. That's a lot of very famous, influential, powerful people. Oh, there's a good friend, Whoopi, who literally, literally have come to the aid of absolutely no one. I don't hear a football player, Kaepernick, who we've spoken about, stand up and talk about the black-on-black violent crime. I don't hear from LeBron James, again, about black-on-black crime. Or how about any major NFL player that's anti-Republican and pro-Democrat or just in general wants to be heard? What is the problem in Chicago isn't the police abuse It's the black-on-black crime. It's not the store owners that are down the street that are getting their stores vandalized and busted into like you're having even more so in Oregon where you have shopkeepers and major chains leaving the state as a result. But the black-on-black crime, they're silent. You don't hear peeps out of them. Like they should never talk about what the problems really are, what's the underlying issue causing them, and how do you come to a resolution other than let's blame the police. You know what? All these people that seem to want to blame the police, I think we need to start figuring out how much private security they have a year and dollars and cents. I mean, these are political people, so they have to have a balance sheet. How much of their campaign proceeds are they using from these elites like Oprah Winfrey of Illinois, who really hasn't been outspoken at all. She's giving away blenders and mixmasters and books. But how about she give love to the her African-American community that she so proclaims as being hers? Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to get smug for this. She's the whitest black woman in all of Chicago. You know, really. I have never heard her speak out on black on black violence. You know what? Maybe there is a broadcast that I've left out. So if anyone from the Oprah team wants to reach out and slap me with a lovely letter that here are the episodes where she did or the venues, it isn't loud enough. It isn't enough. Their, their, their literal dissension on saying anything that may affect the Democratic agenda is what's driving me nuts and murdering Women, children, and young men every single day in Chicago, L.A., New York, and many other cities. David? Well, Stuart, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that uh, I, I heard you and I let you go. But, you know, there are fortunately uh, those such as Morgan Freeman and you have others who stand, like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who have stood up and have been absolutely 
angry at the way things have gone for the African community in many of those, those cities that you just listed. And those are prominent uh, individuals. The reason it isn't in your periphery and you don't hear it is because it doesn't get the attention. What gets the attention by the media, and it's this progressive liberal media that needs to push forward this agenda. And, you know, we saw this with George Floyd. We saw this many times. And now as we reflect back on the George Floyd, you look back, the city of Minneapolis is a, har is a harbinger for a crime. It's unbelievable what's happened. Crimes through the roof. And it's interesting how over the weekend there was an interesting story uh, that there, there's a very, very aggressive recruiting campaign across the United States for police officers. And it's not happening. Police officers don't want to work for cities. Why, you may ask, is because they don't want to be in the line of the media fire. Not bullets, Stuart, because bullets has never really has been the question, but not the question. Today, it's are you going to ruin my life because of a mistake I may have made? Now, I'm not saying George Floyd was a mistake. That, the, 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 the cops were out of line there. But what subsequently occurred, blaming the police, attacking the police, physically assaulting police officers, you know, that in my mind is crazy. I don't understand it. And when and we saw over the weekend, there was a video of a, of a of, you know, of, of, a, of a mob literally attacking white people. And again, it doesn't go anywhere. The media is complicit in this and helping this crime wave blow up. And when a Lori Lightfoot and other mayors don't stand up to a Gavin Newsom, to other, you know, other of these politicians who have only one thing in mind personal political gain, then the citizens suffer. Because you know what? Ask people about going to New York City and they're starting to talk like they did in the 70s and 80s. Not safe. Why? Because you have a mayor who's not carrying on crime. You have a DA that cares about incarcerating a former president and not putting away petty crimes. You have other DAs across the United States doing the exact same thing. And when you go into a few red states where they are pushing hard on it, what do blue states say? You don't get it. You're wrong. You're treating your citizens wrong. You're not as good as the cities of blue cities. And this is becoming, you know, the, the politicization of it is just ruining it for the citizens. And that's why when I go into, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in visiting certain American cities because of that. I have no interest in going to certain democratic cities. Because I don't feel safe. If the citizens don't feel safe, why should I? And that's thanks. And when Lori Lightfoot makes a remark like that in a panel of African-American mayors, all Democrats, it tells you a lot, Stuart. You're not only, you're not, you know, it, it took African-Americans a long time to get to a position of influence. And here they are with the ability to finally put in positive influence. And what are they doing? Looking out for their own personal gain. I find yep. that painful, disgusting. And you know what? I'm not saying every black mayor is complicit, but I'm wondering right now, Democratic mayors, I'm just going to go with Democrat. Forget about the skin color. Democratic mayors, I wonder and question them. What is their stance on crime? Because it seems to be their stance on crime is let it go. You know, I, I it's, it's hard to rebuff that statement. I mean, it's just, it pains me. I agree with you. I think that the challenge is, Everyone needs to ask every single congressman that took a knee, how much money did they pay or donate to charity 
or to law enforcement to help solve the problem of dead women, children, and young people in these I, major I, black democratic cities. Not, I, I guarantee you, that. you zero. It's not about charity. I'm sorry, it's not about charity. It's about Well, policy. I mean, if you want to talk you know out of your mouth, because I'll tell you, if you've got to talk out of your mouth and you can't legislate out of your mouth, well, Stuart, well then obviously you put your money where your mouth is. But but here's a question. A Cori Bush, who, you know, who stood there and, and, and she was all about defunding the police and then she goes out and spends money for personal care, you know, personal security. It tells yep. you a lot. It dri- the message that you're driving home here, folks, is you are a victim. And I'm not using the victimhood loosely. You're a victim of, of politicians interested in gaining for themselves at your expense. And you're the only way you can deal with it is to vote them out. Listen, I'm dealing with a mayor here in Montreal who's come up with these ideas that is ruining downtown Montreal. I mean, I know people who voted for her and like now saying, can't vote for her next time. That's the democracy. This is the message. Chicago had a chance, blew it. Now, let's see what happens in the next two, three, four years when New York comes up for election and other places come for election because mayors don't generally get voted out after their first term. Lori Lightfoot was, was, I thought, was the finally she was going to be voted out. And instead, look what ends up happening. Somebody as bad as her is now in that position. David, on that note, that's all for today. Yeah. Yeah, that's all for today. Thank you for tuning and listening to the Rat Network. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation, gained some valuable insight of our opinions. We appreciate your support. Hope you'll join us again next time for another thought-provoking conversation every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. And I know Dave and I have been talking about this new website. It is coming sooner rather than later. Be patient. And then I wish you all a nice day. David, say goodbye and end this stream. It's time to have a good day, everybody. Stay well and stay safe.